Good morning and welcome to KLE with your host, John Smith. We are talking about spirituals this morning and as it relates to your leadership, as it relates to who you are, where you are and what you are doing. You know, we need to, yesterday we were talking about this, but we need to be really aware of the fact that there is this realm, the spiritual realm that we are navigating as well as the physical realm. The physical realm basically is a representation of what is in the spiritual realm. And when we begin to be conscious and aware of that, first off, we understand <coughs> we'll understand the excuse me, the the forces that are arrayed to influence this world, these kingdoms, our minds, our thinking, our cultures, our communities, our cities, our nations, our continents, we'll understand that there is spiritual forces that are causing what is going on right now. But on the other hand, we'll also be aware of God's realm, the kingdom realm. We'll understand the realm of the spirit. We'll understand pneumaticos, spiritual things. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that we have to, you know, that the spiritual man understands, examines, and applies spiritual things. Whereas the soulish, carnal, and the, the natural man, the mere human being that is not spiritually aware, just functions within the context of the physical, and you're limiting yourself. You're limiting yourself, yourself so much. There's so much supernatural available to you and I when we understand what is in that realm. When we understand the keys of pneumaticos, of the spiritual realm, we'll understand so much more about how we have authority, we, can, we have dominion, we have rule, not over people, but over circumstances, over situations, over disease, over plagues, over lack, over you know, economics, the, the systems of the world, not over people. I, I want to stress that. But today I would quickly, briefly like to share this with you, that I, when we understand that, we understand that there are supernatural things that take place from the Spirit for us. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, verse 18, he says, While we look not at the things that are seen, physical, but at the things that are not seen, spiritual. For the things that are seen, physical, are temporary, but the things that are not seen, spiritual, are eternal in the heavens. And then he goes on in, in um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 to talk about how we lay down, when we lay down this tent, our body, we have a building constructed by God, a eternal in the heavens. And so he's comparing the, the natural to the spiritual. And we've got to learn to orientate ourselves in the right areas. Now, we don't want to be so carnal that we are not conscious and aware of and not influenced by the Spirit of God from the Spirit realm. 
the Spirit of God is not physical. He is not catering to our senses. He nudges, he speaks, he comforts, he directs, he moves, he teaches, he advocates from the realm of the Spirit. But demonic forces will want to draw you into the sense realm because that will nullify your supernatural ability. Now, when we understand these things, and you'll hear a lot more about that, then you'll understand that God can supernaturally intervene on your behalf. There's a principle that has always blessed me, and I've just I've seen it so many times, seen it again this week. How God can intervene in your life. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, it's in verse 14, it says, talking about Saul, it says, Now the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. Now you understand this is Old Covenant. This was their perspective at that point in time. They didn't have the Spirit of God living in them. They were not born again new creatures in Christ. Do you understand? So they needed to have the Spirit of God come upon them, especially for major responsibilities, positions of influence to represent the kingdom of God. And now the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and the evil spirit from the Lord terrorized him. Again, they they didn't have a revelation of an enemy called Lucifer, called Satan, called the devil. They didn't have that revelation. And so to them, an evil spirit would be from the Lord. Verse 15, And Saul's servant then said to him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God is terrorizing you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you, and let them seek a man who is skillful player on the harp, and it shall come about when when the evil spirit from God is on you, he shall play the harp with his hand, and you will be well. So this was their understanding. They needed, Saul was being... He he was now having anxiety attacks. He was having anger issues. He was frustrated. He got out of his grace place, basically. And now he's frustrated. He's angry. He's irritated. He can't take things. He's, you know, he's just he's struggling right now. Panic attacks, etc. <clears throat> and verse 17, so the Lord, so Saul said to his servants, provide for me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. And then verse 18. Now, this is the verse I want you to really listen to. It says, Then one of the young men answered and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, a mighty man of valor, a warrior, one prudent in speech, and a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. Verse 19 says, So Saul sent messages to Jesse and said, Send me your son, David, who is with the flock. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and a jug of wine and a young goat and sent them to Saul by David, his son. And then David came to Saul and attended him, and Saul loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. Now, what I want you to see here is the supernatural intervention of God. David, first off, his dad didn't even recognize him. When Saul came to look for a son, the, 
the young man that he had to anoint as the future king, his dad didn't even, I mean, Samuel said to him, the prophet Samuel said to him, it's one of your sons. He didn't even think about this boy that's a shepherd. Shepherd, he was just out in the field. Shepherds were, were not part of the household. All his sons are sitting there. And he goes, it's none of these. And then he goes, well, and afterwards, Samuel says, do you not have anybody else? And he goes, actually, yes, I have a son out in the field tending the sheep. He's bringing him in. And when, as soon as he walked in, he was the one. But now he goes back to the field. He's anointed as the future king of Israel. He's a young, young man, young guy. And he's out in the field, you know, he's not even being acknowledged by his father and his brothers. He's out in the field, yet he's faithful with that. He accomplishes what he needs to accomplish out in the field. So much so that he's recognized by this guy that's in, this servant that's before Saul, he's recognized as somebody who is a skillful musician, a mighty man of valor, a warrior, one prudent in speech, a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. So there was attributes, characteristics. There was his, his habits, his, the excellence of what he did, his faithfulness in what he did was recognized by somebody. And that somebody is now in the court of the king. We don't know how that transition happened. We don't know how this servant before Saul actually got to see David, know about David, but he had. And what I want to share with you today is that you don't know. You don't know who's recognizing you. You don't know who sees you, who hears you. You don't know your influence, your impact. You don't know around the next corner what supernatural event that God can bring about for you because somebody, somebody, God is going to use somebody. And that is the key to this, is that God will always have somebody that will remember you, recognize you, that you have impacted, that you have influence, that you've had a major uh, impact in their life, transformation in their life, that, that or, or they've just... You, you might even not know that David might not even have known this guy, but that this guy knew David, had seen David, and it might have been some time back, who knows, but when the right time came, the opportunity arose, the court of the king needed his gifting, needed who he was, who his character was, and now the supernatural engineering of God takes place and God favors David where he is and places him in the right setting at the right time. And that's what I want you to see is nothing is impossible. Stay faithful. Last night I was saying to Michelle, my wife Michelle, is that you know I I jump on these podcasts. Um, KLE, the Lord has really just um, inspired me this week to get on daily and share daily. But I do the, the Leadership Boost podcast, which is just about, you know, talking to leaders about practical, inspiring leaders and practical shifts and moves. And, and you know, I do, I do live broadcasts. I, I do the, the, um, the podcasts. I, I write articles. I talk to people. I, I help people. I, you know, I do all sorts of stuff. And, and many times you think, you know, is there any way 
that this is going to go anywhere. And I, I said to Michelle, you know, it's just it just takes one person that gets inspired. Just one person recognizes you. One person says, listen, you know, there's a company, there's an organization, here's a platform, uh, you know, speak on this situation. On the 14th of March, I'm talking to students, a whole bunch of students on leadership development in Nigeria. And that just opened up because somebody read or heard or, you know, me on something, I don't know where, and they just approached me and asked if I would speak to their organization that has students all over Nigeria. And so that was exciting to me. But what I want to share with you is, is that you never know Trust God. You never know. Trust God. You never know who's watching, who's listening. Be your best. Give your best. Serve your best in every situation. Look at Joseph. Served his best in every situation. And God promoted him at the right time. And he was prepared for it. Are you preparing for what you're believing for? That's the important thing. Are you preparing for it? Are you ready for it? You know, you could be on a podcast. You might only have 10 listeners, but one of them, what happens if one of them is the secretary of the State Department or an ambassador at the United Nations or the president of a a country or the CEO of a major organization, global organization? What happens? What happens if? (coughs) What happens when you, excuse me, when you're faithful? In, in your little company and you're supplying what you'd supply or you've got a, a side business that you're working to help people and, and you're serving faithfully and you, you do the best that you can for everybody because you know it's beyond your job, beyond your role, beyond the organization, beyond the product. You are there to influence and impact somebody. And the day comes when somebody recognizes you. There is that supernatural intervention of God that we need to be aware of, that God can bring somebody into your life. Confess that every day. Declare supernatural appointments are set for me today. Supernatural, godly encounters, divine interventions, grace places are being set for me today in Jesus' name. Amen. So thanks for being with me. Went a bit longer than usual, but I really wanted to encourage you with that today. All right. God bless. Until next time, have a super day.